0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just nine seconds to the Hyman goal. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From BetQL lot of horn last night, 14 different times. Uh, if you're into scoring, that was an absolute blast. Colorado 8, Edmonton 6, game one of that series. Welcome back in. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth. You've got a BetQL Daily here to get you some more hockey information, figure out how we should be betting it over the next uh, month or so. So we welcome in our friend Chris Peters at Chris M. Peters on Twitter. Uh, find some of his work talking hockey skills over at Betway, he's got picks uh, over there as well Uh, Chris, just as a hockey fan probably knew it was going to be high scoring it made perfect sense by looking at the total of 7 and we went a touchdown over Uh, just as a longtime hockey fan do you like that? do you like conference finals and we get 14 goals in a game because it certainly feels like uh, we might get that again
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, it I certainly was entertaining. I mean, you know, you've got some of the best players in the world um, on both sides there, uh, just doing their things throughout the entire game, and then the goalies just having no answer for any of it. So, you know, I, I'd say if you're if you're a fan of goaltending, you certainly didn't enjoy that game, but everybody else, I think, did just because uh, the the speed of the game, the pace of of, of scoring, as well. Um, you know, the fact that you know, every time it seemed like Edmonton would breathe some life into their, into their comeback, you know, the, the Avalanche would find a way to, to put it just a little bit further out of reach. And, you know, it did get close enough. I think you got to give the Oilers a lot of credit for coming back in that game. Um, they've had to do it before in this, in this postseason, but, um, you know, it's certainly not a, not a coach's delight, but a fan's delight
0: yeah and then what about the game tonight this seems more of like an under series um two of the best goaltenders uh would you bet the under five and a half even though it's juiced a little bit or would you look somewhere else
1: Mm, yeah it's it's tough to say because i mean as good as both goaltenders are you know i think that both are going to be facing teams that, that have a little more pop um you know just just in terms of the depth of of talent on both sides um you know so Especially with Shisterkin, though, he, he's done very well against the Lightning this year. And then Vasilevsky is, you know, the ultimate playoff performer. Um, I, I, think it's definitely tempting to go that, but I, you know, I, I still feel like we're going to probably see games and, you know, that, that, that exceed five goals, um, more often than not. Uh, but at mm-hmm. the same time, um, in this first, especially in this first game, um, you know, with, with, The rangers being on short rest and the lightning basically having a bye week um you know i I think that that's it's a little more tempting in that regard just because i think that you know it's going to be tougher for the for the lightning to kind of get established early on there might be that you know we talk about that rest versus rust thing i think initially the game could start slow so um, it might be something i'd look at more in, in a live play um just to kind of see how things shake out in the first period but um, you know, it's tempting, but I, I, I'm still – I'm a little leery of it.
0: All right, so Mike Smith gives up six goals in 26 minutes, only 19 saves. Uh, there was an empty netter in the end. So Mike Smith, in his 26 minutes, gives up six of the seven goals. Uh, how long are the Oilers going to stick with him?
1: I think they're going to just ride him the rest of the way because the, the, the other option is Miko Koskinen, and that's not a very good option. So, you know, it, basically Mike Smith has played – Above his head, I think in the, in this playoff so far. I mean, mm-hmm. I've talked to you guys before about how, you know, I didn't have a ton of faith in him, but really he's played very well for the bulk of the playoffs. The fact that, you know, he was able to have uh, such a strong game or a strong series against Calgary where he's got a, a Vezina trophy finalist on the other end um, and out duel him. That was pretty insane. But, you know, the thing about Mike Smith that we always talk about is that he is so prone to the big mistake. Um, and we've seen it in you know giving a, up a long goal against Calgary, you know having a, a night like last night where he just really couldn't stop anything. Um, that's kind of where we never know what we're going to get from him, and that's why I think it's so scary to, to you know to bet the Oilers in this series at it because you just don't know if the goaltending is going to hold up. But I do think that they're they're going to stick with Mike Smith um, the rest of the way. They don't have a better option. Koskinen is not. Uh, not a, not a number one in the NHL. Um, so, you know, this is, this is kind of what we knew what was going to happen. Like, if it, if it's not the, the goaltending matchup of the East where you've got two elite goalies. You're, you're basically, this is the one where you're watching consistently for the scoring. And, and I think that that will continue, especially with, you know, Darcy Kemper leaving the game for Colorado and they had to use their backup, Pablo Franco. So uh, we'll have to wait and see what Darcy Kemper's status is as well.
0: What are some of your bets when it comes to this Western Conference Final? What areas are you looking for when it comes to uh, props?
1: Uh, a lot of player props. I mean, really, yeah. you know, just, Leon Dredd's title multi-point props have been, you know, in the in the plus range here. So it it's it's been, you know, that that was a play yesterday where it's just like he's he's had multiple points in his last five games and. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the the line will probably move as a result, but that's a guy where I'm continually looking for value on him. I think Kale McCarr is another guy, you know, that bet him to uh to, to be a goal scorer last night. He was. We almost had that wiped out by a by an offside challenge. Uh luckily it wasn't, but um and it was a little controversial, but in the end they got the call right. But those those player props are, are the fun ones, I think. And you look at Evander Kane as an anytime scorer. The way that he's he's been scoring goals at at will, it seems. Uh, scored the first goal last night. I mean, there there are a lot of options. The, the great thing is there are so many players. And and McDavid, you never get yeah, real yeah. great value out of his. But there's a lot of uh, of other players that have played at a high level where you, you get some value out of those player props
0: with you on Drysaddle. I saw that one at plus 145 over one and a half points. I was a little worried. I'm like, really? Is Drysaddle going to be the only one on the team that doesn't get points here? But uh, that eventually got home. Uh, How about another name that you did not mention uh, if if you're going to continue to play this trend? What about Hyman? Six straight games with a goal. Yesterday, I saw plus 180 for him to score a goal in this one. Is this going to continue like it did in the Calgary series?
1: Got your
0: happy price,
1: price line. I, I mean, it certainly could. You know, he is such an important player at the net front. Most of his goals come from a couple feet away from mm-hmm. from the from the net, and the, the the power play. You watch the the Edmonton power play; and he's a part of it. You know, getting those net front goals, they always seem to find him, um, and. The thing about Zach Hyman that's always been interesting is he's not an amazing, you know, high, he's not a star, obviously, but he plays really well with star players. And, you know, you just basically have to kind of put it on his tape, like Connor or, or Leon Dreisaitl or whoever he's playing with, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, it doesn't matter. They're going to put it on his stick and he's going to be there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's definitely a guy that I would continue to watch because, they just they just find him, they, and they have been finding him consistently. They found him again last night, and again it was just one of those net front goals where he just tapped it in. Um, so he he's obviously having success in that in that range, uh, and and will probably continue to throughout the series.
0: What about in the East? Uh, what props do you look for there?
1: But that one's tough, just because I think the, saves. The goal, you know, not, <laughs> yeah. not, not the not the player for, yeah. Saves, I, I think saves for sure. You know, you look at those, that that's absolutely um one to look for. I think that you're gonna find both teams are, are gonna be shooting quite a bit. Um, you know, I I I think particularly Vasilevsky, I have a little more faith in only because Shesterkin hasn't been to this stage in his career yet. Um so I'd definitely be looking at the at the Vasilevsky. Um, you know, just keep an eye on kind of this this first game first, I think to see in terms of, of, of who has the puck the most. Um, You know, if the puck possession favors Tampa, you might want to consider going with the Shesterkin play where if it favors New York, who's going to be on home ice, um, especially at, at the garden where they've been so good. Um, you just have to kind of watch the watch the trends of the series. That's probably what I would do before I start playing the save props, just because I'm not entirely sure which of these two teams is really going to own the possession game, especially uh, in Madison Square Garden.
0: With Chris Peters at Chris M Peters on Twitter. Yeah, Chris, you know, our first thought, and and I'm sure it's the prevailing thought with a lot of people betting on uh, hockey right now, is you go over in the West, like we talked about with player props and totals, and you go under in the East. But it's never that simple. Are, are you going to follow that and just say, hey, it's going to be about the defense and the goaltending and the lightning and the Rangers, and it's going to be scoring, scoring, scoring with the, with the Avs and the Oilers?
1: Yeah, it, it's definitely definitely what I'll be watching. Is I, I think, you know, in the playoffs, typically, not not this year, but typically the team that is the best at preventing goals and, and keeping score totals low are usually the teams that win. Um, this year, it's been the, the, the flash and dash teams that have, have won. And so I'm actually looking at this as an overall trend for kind of the future of the game because the playoffs usually dictate... What what teams are going to do when they when they build their rosters? And I think a lot of teams now are saying, "Oh, we got to get faster." Um, you know, so I think particularly in the East, um, just the the way the goaltenders handle this, how how much they control the games, that's certainly going to be something I'm going to be watching in Game One, just to see. You know, we've had both both of those guys have had a couple of clunkers. You know, and they're, they're very rare; they're fewer and far farther between. And I think Shostakin, in particular, has locked in. Um, it looks more like he did. In the regular season and also I should mention in this series that you know i said before he played the, the lightning really well he had a 958 save percentage against the lightning in the regular season this year one all three starts so that's going to be something that you know does he is, does that continue in the playoffs i think the lightning are a much different team in the playoffs so uh, i do think that they're going to have opportunities to get to him uh that they maybe didn't have in the regular season where they didn't have their full roster but um uh, but yeah i mean i think both both series that, that, over, I mean, I think over is going to be consistently the bet in the West. I just don't think that that's going to change because the goaltending is not very good. But the, the, the East is the one that I'm just going to be keeping a really close eye on just because I think it, it's, it's hard to say, um, how this series will shake out. We think the defending champs are going to be the best, um, with, with Tampa. I mean, they're more experienced. They're older. They've, they've been through this. They probably have more star power, but I mean, that, that Rangers team has really proven themselves over the last couple of weeks here.
0: What about the Conn Smythe market? Do you currently have any bets there? And also, you know, for our listeners who maybe haven't jumped in yet, any um, suggestions where there might be some value?
1: Yeah, you know, I I mean, obviously you're looking at at Dreisaitl and and McDavid are are scoring at a historic level this year. I mean, like in terms of we haven't seen scoring like this since Gretzky. Um, And, you know, I, I think if, if, if the oilers make it to the stanley cup final there's no doubt in my mind Connor mcdavid is going to be the con spice winner winner lose. um it's it, it just you know that's it's are at. so but i am not convinced that edmonton is going to get there i'm definitely looking at more of the avalanche players at this point um and, and i think they have a number of options gil mccarr is the one that sticks out to me i think that he's really been he didn't have a great second round in terms of point production, but it's very clear that he's a, he's a key player and, and, and kind of dictates everything that, that happens for, for the Avalanche, even more so at times than Nathan McKinnon, which is kind of surprising because McKinnon's been such a, a, a great player. Um, so I'd definitely be looking at that. I think Vasilevsky is, you know, if, if the lightning go, I think it's Vasilevsky again. Um, you know, he's been their rock and certainly. You know, Shostakin. So I think if you're, if you're, if you have a good feel of who's going to win the Stanley Cup, um, if you think the Oilers are going to get there at all, I think it's McDavid all day. If you think it's any of the other teams that are going to get there um, and that the Oilers aren't in the going to be in the Stanley Cup final, you know, you look at the goaltenders in the East, and then I think McCarr for Colorado.
0: Scott, one more for you. I, I know that you do some work on the NHL draft. For daily face-off um and i noticed uh nhl draft about a month away and the favorite for the number one pick is shane Wright at minus 1150 so as someone that follows this is that like a hundred percent because when, when i look at odds like that where the favorite is minus 1150 and the second favorite is 15 to one that tells me that i there, there's no shot it, do you agree with that i don't <laughs> i don't wow.
1: um yeah. Uh so he's very I, I'll say this, Joe, he's very much I would say he is definitely the likeliest candidate to go number one. But I've been following the draft all year. I do prospects is, you know, outside of the, the betting content that I do, the prospects is probably my my biggest, you know, my biggest passion and certainly one of the things that I follow the most closely. Mm-hmm. Um in the last few weeks as I've talked to scouts around, you know, and, and just kind of Done that. Where we're, we're we're talking about the draft, it's been Uri Slavkovsky, who who is number two on a lot of lists, is a guy that has really gained a lot of traction as a potential number one. Um, Shane Wright is in the public list is almost number one across the board. Um, the Athletic, however, my my good friend Corey Primon just put Slavkovsky one um, on his board. I don't think Shane Wright's going to be number one on my board, and I'm not entirely certain. That he's number one on the Montreal Canadiens board, and that's the only one that matters. So um, they've been very mum about what they're going to do, but I—that is one where I say, you know, I, I might consider that number two, maybe the number three guy in terms of the odds, just because I don't know what Montreal is going to do, but I—I I, I don't think it's a hundred percent that Shane Wright's going to go number one. It, it's okay. likely, but not a hundred percent.
0: Did it? You got me into the NHL draft. Oh, We're going to talk again about this over the next few weeks. Chris M. Peters on Twitter. Great stuff. He he does stuff for uh, Daily Faceoff. He also has a Talking Hockey Sense podcast. Good stuff on the conference finals. And then I think there's a wager I'm going to have to make during the break. We'll talk about that a little bit on the other side. We're going to go off the board as well. Top of the hour, College World Series. We're touching them all. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth. This is a BetQL Daily via the BetQL Network.